Well, Dean, it's uh, great to have you back in Calm Radio. Yeah, thanks for having me back, Carl. It's always uh, an honour. Um, you know, excited to jump on the radio and have a chat on Calm Radio. Well, some exciting news. I understand on the uh, 25th of October, Indigenous entrepreneurs are going to be presenting their business in Melbourne during the uh, Bariamal Demo Day and Awards. I understand this sort of comes off the back of the Bariamal Accelerator program. Can you start by explaining a, a bit about that program and the work Bariamal has been doing with these Indigenous entrepreneurs in the lead up to this event? Yeah, so I guess a bit of back, background story. In 2006, we ran the world's first Indigenous Accelerator. And um, from that, like, you know, having no money and no support from government, um, we just ran a heap of programs and events and just trying to build up the Indigenous uh, startup business ecosystem at that time. And and then um, at the end of last year, we were able to secure our first government contract through LaunchVic, which is the innovation arm of the Victorian government, and to be able to run our, our first um, state accelerator down in Victoria. Now, we have spoken to you um, quite a few times in the past, but those who are unfamiliar, can you explain what the actual role of a business accelerator actually is? Yes, so um, it varies quite a bit. You know, I guess there's no uh, definite definition to say, but overall, like accelerators are supposed to (laughs) accelerate the success of um, businesses, usually over a three-month period, by providing education, workshops, mentoring, access to networks and also financial support to be able to yeah, accelerate that success and get them up to the next stage where they can raise more money and, and go on to bigger things. And startups usually take very um, early stage businesses, usually, you know, pre-revenue and that kind of stuff and get them up to that stage where they're investor ready. Now, let's talk about the, the demo day. Where is that going to be happening in Melbourne and, and what's the actual purpose of the event? Yes, yeah, so the Victorian Innovation Hub, which is a pretty slick building um, in the CBD of Melbourne. Now, I guess all the innovation happens. I think there's a couple of hundred startups around here operating out of here. And I heard another startup in Stone Chalk raised like tens of millions, like 30, 40 million recently for their financial um, tech startups. So, but to have it here is, I guess, just the ideal location. Firstly, we get to, you know, get to run the event here for free, which is always good to save on course. But yeah, the hub is kind of showcasing the innovation out of Victoria to the world. Um, so that's what we want to do with the Indigenous startups and entrepreneurs in our program, bring them into a space where we can showcase their successes to the world and, and show people that, you know, Indigenous entrepreneurs exist, you know, we're our first entrepreneurs in Australia and we can build successful businesses just like anybody else. I understand five of the sort of businesses will be taking part in this event, right? And, and can you just explain a bit about what, what some of those types of businesses are sort of involved in or looking to get involved in? Yeah, quite a range of businesses. Like I think, in my opinion, uh, the Indigenous business ecosystem is, you know, still developing. You know, we're only allowed to get involved with the Australia's economy, you know, quite recent. So things are developing and growing. Um, but we have one tech startup um, that's using AI technology to help Australians overcome the barriers to seeing a dentist by using um, just a smartphone to take pictures of your teeth, you know, analyse and, and diagnose any teeth problems. Yeah, just using your phone, we've got a catering business uh, that started up with 
only a couple of hundred dollars earlier this year, and now they're trading over tens of thousands, and you know, going on to, to bigger and bigger, bigger and better things, you know, scaling up. And then also we've got one business um, come up your way, um, Binary Security, which aims to protect businesses in Australia from cyber threats by providing you know, technology uh, solutions. We also have a, a fashion business called Nagaling, and they're, they're trying to bring the artwork of talented Indigenous Australians to the world's through stylish, sustainable and premium quality clothing and homewares, which is pretty cool. And then the last one is Us Online, which is um, Indigenous tourism slash uh, mapping marketplace that aims to connect non-Indigenous Australians with Indigenous stories and tourism opportunities. Well, that, that really is an amazing diversity. I think it's important, isn't it, to, to, to be able to show people the diversity in terms of uh, these Indigenous entrepreneurs, their skill sets, their knowledge, their understanding. Because often, you know, we can see uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's knowledge sort of, you know, in a way sort of scoped that it's, you know, in, in a very closed box in terms of what the mob can do. But they, they can do anything when they put their mind to it. Yeah, exactly. And, and when I first started out, you know, it's, there was a lot of um, negative stereotypes like Indigenous entrepreneurs, like, you know, what do they do? And I still get asked the question, you know, you know, what what do Indigenous entrepreneurs do? And yeah, I'm not too sure if people expect me to say, well, you know, they do paintings and art and all that kind of stuff, you know, that we get put in the boxes for doing. But yeah, Indigenous entrepreneurs are just as good as anybody else and, you know, they're building so many different businesses. So. And, and do you think that those, in terms of breaking down those stereotypes, are an important part of, of being able to showcase the work of these entrepreneurs at an event like this? Yeah, definitely. You know, it all helps um, to help break those negative stereotypes, gain, you know, more support to support these entrepreneurs. So I think it's, it's really important because, you know, it still exists those negative stereotypes that haven't really gone away um, despite, you know, some progress. So especially those, uh, the ones that are a bit in their box sometimes, a bit isolated, you know, the kind of like the influences in government and all that, it's good to, you know, get them to events like this and really show them what's possible to try and get more support to take things to the next level. And in regards to the event, is the demo intending to attract investors to these businesses as well? Yeah, yeah. So the Melbourne Angel Investment Group, we've got a few people coming along and all their members um, know about the event. So, yeah, we've got a whole bunch of investors, um, you know, professionals like uh, King and Wood Mallison, the law firm. They've been helping us out with the bonus support for the businesses we've been working in, uh, working with. And, um, yeah, other professionals uh, within the, the startup ecosystem too, like startup founders and all that kind of stuff. So, and then yeah, the greater the greater Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander community. Like we've got some participants uh, from the Wurundjeri uh, tribe going to come along and check it out, which is really exciting. And and as we mentioned, we are discussing the, the Bariamal uh, Demo Day and awards event happening this month. What's the awards aspect of the event about? Um, yeah, we just wanted to you know, do something cool, and I guess be able to reward you know the entrepreneurs in our program. Um, so we've just got a few awards, like First Nations Entrepreneur of the Year Award, um, the Black Swan Award, just to really reward the, the entrepreneurs to 
you know, they're showcasing the work, but, you know, give them, a, I guess, some prizes and some cool stuff too. Because sometimes, you know, when you're in the startup world, you know, things are happening really fast and, you know, there's a lot of failures and stuff and you need those little things just to, um, I don't know, just so you appreciate it kind of thing, you know, like the hard work you're doing is actually going somewhere. So it'd be good to recognize their hard work. And also we've got two other awards, um, the Volunteer Award for, you know, we've got a network of volunteers, so we have to reward the people helping out, especially a lot of non-Indigenous people giving up their time and, and helping out um, in the program where they can for nothing um, to be able to reward our allies and, and partners helping out. I think that's really important too. Yeah, and definitely, as you were saying, that that recognition, that, that positive uh, support, especially in the early stages, I think, of, of starting up a business. Well, I haven't done it myself. I can yeah. imagine that, that early stages can be quite a, a daunting and, and scary process. You talked about, you know, how the space is sort of still evolving at the moment. How would you yeah. sort of describe the, the uh, state of Indigenous businesses and, and that support and recognition that Indigenous entrepreneurs within that entrepreneurial space in Australia is, is growing? Is that similar to yeah. what you may have seen sort of overseas or anything like that? Have we seen, that you know, the Indigenous peoples uh, getting that recognition a bit more now in Australia? Um, yeah, it's a big, it's a big question. You know, there's, there's good and bad things. Like, I'm pretty familiar, um, with what's happened over New Zealand, um, and also went over to, um, America, I think last year, uh, and visited some of the Native American communities over there and, and saw what was happening. And I think the ecosystem is growing, um, and there's a lot more opportunities, obviously previously from my parents, grandparents and ancestors. But um, uh, to be honest, there's still a lot of tokenism. Like, you know, we did this, a survey with Indigenous entrepreneurs, professionals in the Barriama Network and and black cladding was really high up in that the priority list to fix. So, you know, I think things like that, the Indigenous procurement policy that aimed, when it started out, it aimed to help um, Indigenous entrepreneurs and businesses but you know who's winning all the contracts now? You know who's who's actually winning it? And it's, um, from what I've seen, it's the big joint ventures. You know the indigenous entrepreneurs that have partnered with um, multinational companies, and it's very questionable. You know some of these policies that are supposed to help what the actual impact is. You know in community, and you know creating long-term jobs and that kind of stuff. And I've heard similar stories overseas, like in South Africa. You know they looked at how can they create well, local businesses? Um, but they have the same problem over there where you know, there's a lot of black cladding. And I've heard a story where there's one African guy who's supposedly you know, the person to go to, and he has 200, supposedly 200 joint ventures with all these non-Indigenous uh, companies in South Africa to put in for um, procurement contracts. So it's very sad, you know, that that's happening and it'd be good to see, um, you know, policies in Australia, I guess, a little bit less tokenistic and start a bit more accountability, um, measuring the impact in community because, you know, when I go visit my community in Gunda, it's just a, the same problems. You get, a, but you get, you know, these people getting rich, but, you know, the community is not getting any better. Finally, in regards to the event, I understand that's, uh, open to the general public to register to attend as well. How can people sort of do that? And 
What, what are you hoping that both the Indigenous businesses leave this event with, as well as those people who attend as well? Yes, yeah, so for the registrations have filled up already. So unfortunately, no, we can't accept any more registrations. Uh, we were going to you know, get hundreds of people in here, uh, but I went to another demo day. Um, I think Monash will run that, university down here. And um, yeah, that was a bit, bit chaotic, so I think... A hundred people of quality, you know, all these investors come along and stuff will be a lot uh, better for for everybody. Um, but I feel the people coming along, a lot of them probably haven't met an Indigenous Australian, probably don't know what, you know, they look like kind of thing and and that kind of stuff. So it'd be good to just uh, break neg- negative stereotypes and also show them that we're just as good as any other entrepreneur and we can build successful businesses too.